On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, the matchup is finally here. How much they'll face off, we don't know. But Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons back on the floor together for the first time in different uniforms. We'll talk about how that might play out and what it means tonight. Sixers Nets will break it down. Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started what's good d what's happening keith how you doing man back at it i can't complain bro i can't complain that's a good thing we got a good basketball game tonight 7 30 tip time in south philly so we got to talk about that but before we do let's welcome everybody you're locked on 76 i'm divine Givens from 97.5 the fanatic radio in philadelphia alongside my co-host and partner sixes beat right extraordinaire keith pompey and thank you all for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, game two of the Brooklyn Nets tonight with the 76ers. Game two back here in Philadelphia. We'll talk about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and their matchup, what it may look like, although they may not line up against one another quite a bit tonight they will at some point cross paths on the floor. We'll get into that. We'll also talk a little bit about the keys to the game overall with what they need to do. And is this a budding rivalry between these two teams and why? We'll talk about that. But first, Keith, we mentioned it during the uh, latter part of our last podcast, and we talked about Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons facing off on the floor for the very first time uh, in, the, in the Brooklyn Nets uniform this season and while ben simmons has not played all that great he has done some decent things has not played great overall uh this one is a little bit different no kevin durant right no kevin durant still kyrie irving has played at last his last two games he's rescued them in terms of his points but ben simmons is kind of taking a step back man and watching some of the things play out for him i haven't watched the game so i'll be honest i, I watched them early on because i wanted to see how he would be year one in their uniform uh but since then i've kind of checked out i may see some things highlights and all as you may or if it's a nationally televised game and i tune into that like i normally do and the nets are playing i'll watch it and of course i have a close eye on what he's doing because we saw him for so many years and what his impact was here what is it going to be there he's been underwhelming and but and this is the first time keith that while it's the second time he'll be back I think it's going to have a little more juice for the mere fact that Embiid is going to be on the floor where last time Embiid missed the game. So the buzz was taken off just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it it, it, it can. But but at the same time, like you said, he's been really underwhelming. I mean, I just want to pinpoint this, you know, like Ben Simmons is averaging career lows in points, rebounds and assists in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Right. He's also shooting a career worse. 43.4% from the foul line. So he's averaging 7.5 points. 
6.7 rebounds and 6.4 assists. I mean, when he was with the Sixers, he was getting triple doubles, right? So, yeah. so you know, the thing is, yes, there's going to be a lot of um, intrigue. But when you look at it, Joel Embiid is the leading scorer at 33.6 points. He's averaging 9.8 rebounds, 4.2 assists, uh, one steal, and 1.7 blocks. So, you know, right now, the way Ben is playing, it's going to be a huge mismatch. And and Ben will probably have to guard him at times on switches in the post. And, you know, I, you know, he, he may be able to use his quickness to get some steals and stuff like that. But, you know, this game has lost or this matchup has lost some luster just based off of what Ben, how Ben has been performing, you know, this season. And, and yeah. again, you're right. He's had some great games. Like I was up there once and he had a triple double right before they played the Sixers. But, you know, I, I think Joel is going to be feasting. He's going to be excited. He's going to want to play against them. But at the end, like we talked about this yesterday, he can't get too overly excited on Ben because Brooklyn Nets do have a great team. Uh, Nick Claxton is probably is going to get the assignment on Embiid. And I, I would imagine, though, that they were send a little double team help because while Claxton does block shots, one thing that he doesn't have is he doesn't have the necessary weight to stand with Embiid uh, when he is going with his back to the basket stuff. Face up wise, maybe he can time it a little bit, but everybody has had trouble trying to figure out Embiid's timing when it comes to his jump shooting from the mid range area. So this one is going to be interesting to see how it how it all plays out with that one. But to that point, we see it so many times where guys get caught on switches. And I'm assuming Ben will be on Tobias Harris and not James Harden to start the game. And they're, they're going to find their way in a one-on-one -on -one matchup. And the crowd, <laughs> Keith, is probably going to eat that one up. And uh, just a, a roaring crowd, I'm imagining, with that one. Uh, here when it comes to the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid matchup. I, I can't wait to see it because I do think, while I don't want to see, as you said, him get caught up in the whole thing of the one-on-one -on -one matchup, we've seen so many former teammates and big-name teammates uh, leave one leave and they play against each other and there was some maybe some bad blood and all of that. I, this one, I, I can't wait to see because they finally get a chance to be on the floor together and I want to see how Embiid handles it. Will he try to really get overly aggressive against Simmons. And Simmons is a smart defensive player. He may know how to play and be maybe better than anybody uh, when it comes to the things that he likes to do. So I'm very, very intrigued by this one. And before we step away for our first break, will they dap it up pregame uh, at, at, the, at the circle before the first tip? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, I guess. Because, I, I mean, know. it goes back yeah, to like Kobe Shaq. Probably, probably not. Before, you probably know what I mean? Not. Yeah, probably not. Probably okay. not. All right. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Storyline, yeah. man. Storyline is going to be fun uh, for this one. We'll keep it going because when we talk about this one with the rivalry, maybe potentially with Ben Simmons now being up 95 in Brooklyn and the Sixers taking on them four times a year, is this a budding rivalry? Why is it a budding rivalry? Where would it fit in with some of the others in the uh, league with the 76ers? We'll do that next right here. Locked on 76ers. For now, let's talk about FanDuel. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports betting, sports spreading sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. 
they're, they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy, right? New customers joined today and started with $150 in three bets, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money lines to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout at the same game parlay, right? So what it is is FanDuel, you just go to one app, you get that app, you secure it, and it's super easy. I'm telling you. Do it like that. I'm telling you, and especially if you're going to people who want to bet on the Eagles. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets. Win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcasts. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available, once again, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Keith, uh, with Embiid and Simmons going at it head-to-head, is this a budding rivalry? And we talk about, of course, the trade with Simmons and Harden. That will factor into things in the mere fact that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant chose that as their new home for the next couple of years. While it has been a couple of seasons, it hasn't necessarily worked out the way the Nets had planned. They are still a good team, a contending team that we talked about in yesterday's episode of being one of the top five teams to, to keep an eye on in the Eastern Conference. It may not be Boston. It may not be New York. We've talked about Toronto being a rivalry as well. Later on in the week, the NBA has rivalry week starting on Saturday where the Sixers will be hosting the Denver Nuggets, Keith, because of the rivalry between Embiid and Jokic. That's a feature game, nationally televised game, Saturday afternoon. So when you look at the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers, Keith, do you look at this one as a budding rivalry? Why or why not? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, I even think it was a budding rivalry before before Joel and, I mean, excuse me, before Ben Simmons was traded and, and um, things like that. Because when you look at it, I mean, they played each other in the playoffs in the first round a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So we have that. You you also have the fact that, you know, like, you know, you got the KD and, and the Joel Embiid thing going on where where they like getting the best of each other. And when one team wins, they're pointing yeah. to the other team to get off the floor, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things going on. And then when you look at it, you have to say to yourself, yeah, we got the uh, – we, we got – the Boston Celtics, which is a rivalry. But when you look at it, like, it's one of those things that they have had some big games against Brooklyn and vice versa. Brooklyn has had some huge wins against the 76ers the last couple of years. So to me, like the proximity and everything like that, that is kind of like the rivalry. I mean, to me, like, I get it. I compare that to the Eagles, the Giants, But whereas everybody says the rivalry is with the Dallas Cowboys, but it's really it's really the Giants. And everyone's now saying a rivals with Boston. Don't get me wrong. It's a good rivalry. But Boston has typically got the best of that rivalry. So it's to me, the more competitive rival is with the Brooklyn Nets. Hmm. And I still think Boston is number one. And I, too, like you, um, growing up in Philadelphia, the Dallas Cowboys thing. Yeah. 
can't stand them, but New York has always been the number one team for me, football wise, where I, I, I sports hated them the most when it came to uh, the football side of things. But yeah, too, I, I too look at this one, especially last season. I remember when the Sixers went up there and beat Brooklyn before James Harden uh, was traded. He had a triple double, I think, in that one. If he didn't have a triple double, I know he had 30 points. Both he and Durant had 30 points. Kyrie Irving wasn't yet available because New York hadn't lifted um, the uh, vaccine thing in New York. So he couldn't play still at home at that time. And the Sixers beat them with Tyrese Maxey, Seth Curry, uh, still a part of the team and, and all. And that was a really good win over that Brooklyn Nets team. And that kind of showed you, especially with the way everyone talked about Brooklyn, of who the 76ers were also there that they were still that good team. While we know how it ended, they were still the good team. And I too, I agree with you. I think this is a rivalry while maybe down the list a little bit more when it comes to Boston, New York, or even Toronto. Brooklyn is right there for sure as far as the rivalry goes. And it only now accelerates because of the James Harden and Ben Simmons factor where you talked about it yesterday. Not much is mentioned about the Harden piece uh, being with Brooklyn for just a year and a half, but being in Brooklyn, you know, as a team that looked like everybody was making them the favorite to win the championship. So absolutely, the way he left, the way Simmons left, the fact that Embiid is still here, Irving and Durant are still in Brooklyn. This is absolutely a rivalry, especially when we look at these two teams battling it out in the Atlantic and possibly even in the postseason, trying to knock each other off to to, to get to the NBA Finals. So let me, I, let, let me, I ain't mean to cut you off, but what I want to say is, like, let's keep it 100. Joel Embiid even said this. He said that the Boston thing isn't a rivalry because don't get me wrong, we know what it is, but Boston yeah, I always wins. Yeah, yeah. They just always win. And until the Sixers will get a playoff series and say we beat the Celtics, the Celtics aren't going to view the Sixers as a rivalry. They're going to view it like, oh man, we just play the Sixers. Who we got to worry about after that? You understand what I'm saying? So to me, I'm just yeah. saying like the fact that we're going into this game. And whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? With Brooklyn, but Boston, Boston's looking at it like, look, man, let Joel get his, shut everybody else down, get Joel tired, and we we good. We good. Yeah, you know what I mean? Except except for when it comes to that, when they say that the rivalry was there before they got here, the rivalry will be here when they leave. It's not just about them, it's about the the two teams and the names on the front of their jerseys and the cities that they represent, that they are just part of the rivalry. Now, they may be having a good, or a better run during the rivalry where they've had it being kind of lopsided, but, yeah, it is, in fact, the rivalry. But um, as far as the Nets go, a lot more to be done, and this will be a fun one tomorrow. We need to talk about the matchups, Keith, because while Kevin Durant is out and we have some injury updates in terms of how things look for both sides of the, of the, the, the squads, we need to talk about what key matchups we're going to be looking at tonight as the Sixers host the Brooklyn Nets. We'll do that next right here. Final segment on Locked On 76ers.
Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens here with you on Locked On 76ers. Final segment before we uh, get out of here and get ready for the game tonight at the center. First game back after their 5-0 road trip, Keith. So the, the first game back is always a tough one. It's either the getaway game when you're leaving that particular road trip or even when you come home and it's still you're kind of getting you know things out of the way and kind of getting your legs back underneath you, getting adapted to – the, the time zone once again, but they've been home for a few days now and they have Monday off. They had Tuesday uh, practice and Wednesday they'll get their shoot around in before the game. Uh, but what are some of the key matchups for this one tonight, assuming that everyone is able to go minus Kevin Durant? Um, you know, I think the man, the number one matchup is whoever's going to guard <laughs> Kyrie Irving. That's I mean, it. that's the main matchup. I think we I mean, know who that is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, we, we know that right now, but, like, can he stay on him the whole game? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and, and if so, I mean, so, yeah, but you're right. That, that, that's probably, that's who's going to start out on him. But to me, that's the matchup right then and there. Like, because when we look at all these other guys, and we talked about this yesterday, where the Sixers have a bend but don't break defense, right? So, um, you know, we, we talk about that to a point where Kyrie is arguably the best one-on-one player in the league. Tremendous. The best, right? I mean, this guy does things where you're like, yo, man, he like he brought the playground to the NBA, but there's a refined skill with it. I wish it's I not, could do it. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it's not sloppy though. You know what no. I'm saying? He does it. No. So so you look at that and you say to yourself, like, man. And, and to me, that's the matchup. And and like if 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 Melton can stay on them, and I think the Sixers could be cool. I mean, I honestly do. And and again, I know they played earlier before, but you know if he can stay on them, I, I think they can be cool. Um, because then if he can't, then you got to start getting other people involved. And then what that does is that's going to free up opportunities for their shooters to get some shots. You know, last game they played. Joe Harris didn't make any shots. No, he did right? not. You know, yeah. KD got got kind of maybe he didn't get shut down, but he had to work for his with PJ Tucker. So, you know, what I mean, to me, that's the matchup that I'm looking forward to seeing. All right. So excluding that matchup and excluding the Joel Embiid Nick Claxton matchup, because we already talked about that, and Embiid is who Embiid is. I'm actually, Keith, I'm gonna throw you a little curveball. I'm gonna go with Tyrese Maxey coming off the bench with that second unit, part of that second unit. Who's going to defend him on, on the other side there? They don't have really good perimeter defenders there outside of Ben Simmons. Uh, Royce O'Neal was okay. While he has the length, I, I think that he, with him starting, that he is probably not going to spend a lot of time, at least when the first wave comes in of when Maxi inserts the game. And I look at Tyrese Maxi being able to do what Maxi does against Patty Mills, Seth Curry, whoever they decide, Cam Thomas, whoever they decide to throw on Tyrese Maxey when he's in the game, unless Jock Vaughn decides to keep Royce O'Neal out there a little bit longer for when he's there. But Royce O'Neal is also going to have to go James Harden in the starting group. So this is going to be an interesting one for me because I think Tyrese Maxey, as he has been able to do, can come in and just keep that pressure, keep the foot on the gas for the Sixers offense and put that pressure on the opposing team's defense, in this case, Brooklyn, because of who they, not only because of how good he is, but because of who they don't have as a defensive player coming off the bench to match up with him. So for me, 
My key matchup outside of the obvious that you uh, talked about with Irving and we mentioned with Embiid, uh, the Tyrese Maxey one is very intriguing for me tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. I mean, I, I, I'll say that, you know, I mean, that's a good one. You know, the, the thing is, the last game, it was crazy how they had George Niang and, and B-Ball Paul Garden, you know, Ben Simmons. And B-Ball Paul did a pretty good job against them. You know what I mean? I like to see if, you know, if Ben would – I mean, he don't get me wrong, he started off good, and then all of he a did. sudden he fizzed out. Like yeah. in the second half and in the fourth quarter, it was like he didn't do anything, you know. So you know, I think I Tobias like, would probably get that that yeah. nod. To, Tobias would probably get that nod, or PJ Tucker would get that nod tonight. Yeah, I, I think if I'm the Sixers, I like if I'm the Sixers right now. But then you also have Claxon. So who's going to guard him? Embiid or uh, well, Embiid, of course. But yeah. but but if I'm the Sixers. Do, do you want PJ Tucker on? I mean, to use his 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 uh his physical, yes, yeah, his his strength yeah. on him. You know what I mean? Use his body and all that, or 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 Tobias. I mean, Tobias. either or, either or, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I would I would probably go Tobias and and have DeAnthony Melton on um on on Kyrie Irving, but maybe. Who who is James Harden maybe chasing around? See, it's gonna to be tough because Joe Harris and Seth Curry, if they start, or Royce O'Neal, I would probably have James Harden on Royce O'Neal if that's the case, if he gets to start tonight. Yeah. And yeah. Joe Harris, you have PJ Tucker running around with Joe Harris. Just don't let him get off. Nah, that's you can't all. have that. I don't that's, think you can have that's that. what I'm saying. So do you go uh, Tobias on Joe Harris and let PJ Tucker defend Ben Simmons? That's the question. Yeah, yeah, Tobias would have to use his length on that, you know what I mean, like how he did against Anthony Simons, you know what I mean, he, they had him on him for a little bit against uh, Portland, mm-hmm. so he would have to rely heavily on that length, but, whoo, that's a that's a tough, well, you know, he really hasn't been made, like, he wasn't really, the last time they played, he wasn't making those shots, but he kept finding himself getting wide open, he just couldn't make the shots. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. I uh, can't wait to see what Dan Burke decides to do defensively for this one tonight we got to thank everybody for making locked on 76 is your first listen on this wednesday morning as we get ready for the game tonight sixers and nets tomorrow we'll recap the game and uh, give you our thoughts on what went down now make your second listen on locked on nba locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the nba monday through friday in less than 30 minutes and it's free and available wherever you get your podcast keith can you let the good folks know where they can find us and wherever you get this podcast, you can definitely, uh, wherever you can get any podcast, you can get this podcast, right? Free and available. So make sure you go ahead and you do that. But also, you need to follow my man D tonight. He's going to be working overtime. Mm-hmm. D is going to be on 97.5 FM radio from 6 to midnight tonight. So make sure you listen to my man D. He's going to do you know, his show. He's going to do the pre- to post-game show, basically. And then, you know, after that, then you get up in the morning, you can watch this podcast. That's right. Too. But um, but also what you can do is follow D on, on Twitter at DevonG975. Follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. And then you can read my articles from uh, tonight's game on Inquire.com. Absolutely. Keith should be a fun one tonight, man. I can't wait to yeah. talk about it. Same here, bro. Same here. All right. Thanks, man. All right, peace. See you.